At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm Jeff Parles. Greg Peterson, very excitable today, guys. <laughs> Josh Towers alongside as well. Who's the Who's the happiest guy right now currently at that golf course? Is it Harris English? I, I think it's Matt Humans. It's Matt. I think it's Matt Humans. <laughs> I, 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 I I think that's a safe bet. Uh, only only about fifty degrees cooler, by the way, in uh, in La Jolla today than it here it is I'll here in Las Vegas. Right I like this. It's pretty pretty hot. <laughs> so. Greg Peterson, I'm, I'm going to kick to you because you were the one who was paying attention there during the last the last break. Lou Yu stays in a whole boatload of trouble. Yep. And John Rom just did a really nice tee shot on number 17. Yep, with Lou Yu in, he had his second shot, and it went into the rough, and you cannot see the ball. So that is not necessarily too terrific. He up. Yep. From the fairway. I I don't know what to tell you on that, but I mean, not three, a great decision. What, 315 out, he had iron in his hand, definitely wasn't going for it. No, they, they, no. Louis's not, a, Louis's not no. a longer hitter anyway. Wow, that just so So, that, again, that par 5-13th has destroyed a few rounds today. And, and, again, McElroy was uh, legitimately <laughs> an inch from eagling 13 to get back to three. Rory's at two, by the way. One shot behind Harris strokes. English for the leader in the – right now, English, Harris English, the leader in the clubhouse at three under. Yeah. McElroy in a, in a grouping at two under. 
uh, which are three shots behind Oosthuizen, who's in a bunch of trouble on 13. Rahm, who's on 16, has a putt for birdie to get back to five. So Oosthuizen right now at five under is your leader. One shot clear of Rahm, two shot clear of English, who is done. He's off the course. He's in at three under. And three shots ahead of Rory. The, the live numbers have just gone crazy all over the last five minutes. John Rahm, now you're betting favorite at minus 120, Josh. And Rory and Rory's in the fairway. In. Yeah. yeah. Rory, just Rory, like Rory may, Rory may have something to say yet before this is over. Um, yeah, now we got to see what happens on Usain's third shot. Obviously, John Rahm had a really good shot. He's in the middle of green, more than likely a two-putt par, but we'll see what happens there. And then Rory sitting in the fairway after almost eagling that long par five. So it, it's going to get interesting. It's been interesting. Um, the TV clearly has Rahm as the favorite because they were just showing him coming off coming off the uh, 18th in the last tournament where they brought him the bad news. Here's the other thing about that, which throws me off a little bit. Hoops, help me out here. I'm coming to tell you you tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Okay? So you can't finish playing golf. You can't finish this tournament that you're clearly dominating going to win. But as I'm telling you, you got COVID, I wrap my arms around you, two people on both sides, and give you kind of like a little pat hug. Yeah. I don't understand. So I can hug you telling you you got COVID, but I can't let you play golf. And then here he is, quarantining later, coming over here, coming down the stretch, which I think a lot of people, and I know we've been talking about for a while, thought that he had a realistic opportunity and shot at winning this tournament because of how well he's been playing and what it meant to him all the, like, the time he's had to think about this. Like This is just fascinating and good stuff, and it just shows you the place that John Rahm's in, not only golf-wise, but mentally right now. I agree with you. I do think that he's just a tough dude in general because yeah. we've always looked at John Rahm and in the majors – he hasn't necessarily come up the biggest, to say the least, but he seems to be putting it together time and time again ever since, I would say, really, last 12 months, beginning of the pandemic, he's really been able to bust through on these majors. He's been a little bit more consistent because it always feels like he has that one round at which it really goes awry from typically either Saturday or Sunday. That has not happened to him, and now he finds himself right in the hunt to be able to win this one. So neat, man. Yeah, he's playing well. It's cool to see. Again, you know... The, uh, the family life is great. Just had a baby. Obviously, the golf game's in a great place. And to have that happen, and then to emotionally not let it affect you. Again, everything that's at stake, golf-wise, playoffs, everything, to not even let it affect you and then come out here on this golf course and just for four days just grind through it and look this good. It's just impressive, man. It's just cool to see where he's at. Ustazen actually did pretty well with his yeah. shot out of the rough. Short of the green, but in a good spot to at least get up and down for a par on 13 so a, a job well done by louie after uh a, a a very bizarre second shot on number 13 but uh uh who again leading the tournament by a shot and now all eyes to the 17th green where john rom has a birdie putt that would put him in a tie with Ustazen here uh excuse me on 16 i should say for john rom one shot back u.s open tory pine south course it has been a heck of a Father's Day Sunday so far in San Diego as Rom's birdie putt is not going to go oh. here on VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers alongside John Rom, just coming up short on what would have been a tying birdie putt on 16. But as we've talked about, you can get 18, obviously, with it being a par yes. 5. Uh, par, the, the 17th has played... It has, it has, it, it's, it's been fair. Let's it's, just go with that. Yeah, it's, it's been not fair long. the 17th today. 
434 par 4 is not long. I mean, the way these guys hit it, they're driver wedge as long as they're in the fairway. I mean, that's the whole thing about this course. If you're not in the fairway, that's where it gets a little bit tricky. Um, again, another putt where John Rahm thought it was going to do something other than what it actually did. I think the one thing on this putt is he forgot to hit it. But uh, obviously that's easy to, to not be racing balls by at this point in, in, in the round. But again, he thought it was going to go right. He kind of stays out left. He still needed to hit a little bit. There's been a few of those. So, I mean, outside of maybe that's the one thing that he hasn't fully had a grasp on, I can only imagine if he was putting the way he was. It wouldn't even be fair right now. So John Rahm is still favored in the betting markets right now, minus one twenty. I'm, I'm I find waiting. that I find that hard. I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for it to up to yeah. Rahm favored at minus one ten at DraftKings, minus one twenty at Westgate. Is this? He's one back with two birdieable holes. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. he's one back with two birdieable holes. But again, Ustazen, yeah, I know he has got a couple tough holes ahead of him, and then he has to get up. Are we? Are we I mean, Ustazen has two putts here for par. Again, not an easy, not an easy two. I still feel Louis Hazen should be. The this favorite. is still a, a two putt that you would expect Louis to to at least make. So, well, well, okay, yeah, look, he'll have about he'll have about six, seven feet coming back. So it's not the easiest coming no. back for par. Uh oh. So there you go. Uh oh. So Louis Hazen will have a par putt again. The thirteenth hole has been the dream shatterer today. Bryson DeChambeau with a seven, Colin Morikawa with a seven. Right, here comes back uh, right Rory McIlroy, by the way, who uh, if Rory can hit a good shot here, it would have a uh, birdie putt on fourteen to get to uh, three under. Oh, oh he just great. missed getting over the ridge. Oh, and that was the right side that of the was fairway le- too. He got to bring that draw in. He had all the green to work with. He that, had a great shot. That was legitimately six inches from being perfect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they'll have a birdie putt. Probably not a makeable one, but it'll at least be a birdie putt. For Rory, who's trying to get back in it now uh, in this one. Again, John Rahm, still your betting favorite, though. One shot behind with less holes to play with minus 110 on Rahm. I think Louis should be the betting favorite. I agree. Regardless of what happens on this putt. And the big thing for Louis is just playing par golf right now. Just be able to knock down your... Be able to knock down your putts because nobody's been able to do that today. I mean, we've just seen everyone get to the green and then just completely fall apart. We'll keep you updated as it rolls along, as always. Let's uh, let's get to the NBA, guys. An hour away from a game seven in Philadelphia, Greg Peterson. Oh boy, the uh, the takes will be very interesting in Philly if the Sixers manage to lose this one. Oh, yeah. A series that, quite frankly, the Sixers. Let's face it, you don't see this very often in the NBA, where the superior team is only outplayed in five quarters in six games, and we're in the seventh game. This series should have been done after five. Game four, Atlanta came from 18 down. Game five, Atlanta came from 25 down to win both of those games. Philly at least had the, had the, uh, the fortitude to go to Atlanta and take care of business and win game six and get a cover. Now game seven, Greg, uh, at DraftKings, seven-point line. Sixers favorite at home, two fifteen. Your total, Josh. We 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 already got Josh's thoughts a little earlier on the total. What are your thoughts here for this one? Because I'm right now. My lean is Atlanta taking the seven would be my bet in this game. I agree with you. I do think that Atlanta is going to be able to hang close in this one. And for the 76ers, obviously Joel Embiid has been such a big key for this team. Missing all the shots that he has in a lot of these second halves has certainly put this team behind the eight ball. Him having the big first halves have been huge as well. But with the 76ers, the forgotten about guys have really been able to step up. Like in game six, it was Tyrese Maxey coming off the bench, giving you 16 points. Korkmaz 
has had a couple moments in this series. We remember the Shake Milton game in which he comes off the bench. I think that that was game three, if I remember correctly, in which he came up with a big one. So for the 76ers, it becomes which of these role players are going to have a big impact for this team. Meanwhile, for the Atlanta Hawks, they've actually been relatively steady. You've got to love what you've been able to get out of Trey Young. Despite the fact that they wind up losing the game a couple days ago, 34 points from he was able to come up big. Now what you need is John Collins, who winds up getting that technical foul against Joel Embiid a couple days ago, being able to give you a little bit more in the scoring department. He had 10 rebounds in that game, but you could tell that he wasn't able to do a lot offensively. If he's able to get in there, give this team 12, 14 points, I think that that'll be big. And if he's not able to, maybe you turn to a guy like an Onyeka Okungwu, who is a very highly touted lottery pick and a guy that I really feel like has been underutilized in the series by the Atlanta Hawks. Quickly, uh, uh, golf update. Ustazen makes the par pod. So a good save for Louie, who again, I, Josh, I'm kind of with you here. Even though I took Rom a little bit mm-hmm. earlier, plus 135, I'd much rather have the Ustazen ticket right now, yeah. plus 125, than the ticket I have. Because Ustazen, again, this week he played the front nine, the front nine this week one over. He's played the back six under. Was it six under? Six under for the week on the back nine for Louie. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I, listen, I just, I, I, it's just two birdie holes. Obviously, but just not enough for Rom and Louis Ustazen. And that was before he made the par putt. Now he made the par putt. I would imagine the line probably changed a little bit more in his favor. Uh, but he's got, he's got a couple more holes. He has the same birdie holes. And he's playing really good golf. And, again, you just said it and we saw the graphic. The back nine's been much better for him. So, I don't know if he likes his tee shot, though. So uh, it's way right. Yeah. Real quick on the Hawks' uh, Philly game. Ustazen, I'm sorry I mushed it. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, again, another tee shot. Oh, now he's on the path. He gets a drop. Um, wow. 13 to 24 from the free throw line last game for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. That was the difference in the game. Obviously, they're not that bad at the line. They had a really, really bad game shooting free throws. I mean, this is going to clean up, I would imagine. Neither team shot very well in general. Is, is it more than that for them to win on the road again? I mean, they can't come from behind like they did last time. I mean, they, you know what I'm saying? They're going to have to be in this. They... But, I, I mean, you're winning at halftime at home last game. The free throw shooting is atrocious. You end up losing by five. Another reason, by the way, why I like the over in this game. I mean, I understand with the injuries and everything else, but a lot of this stuff has to clean up. That's not going to continue for them. Or is it something that they're thinking about? Well, the, the, the big injury thing in this game, Josh, uh, Bogdanovich questionable game-time decision with the injury he suffered in game mm-hmm. six. Free throw-wise, again, it depends who you're putting on the line. For Atlanta. Because... Clint, Clint Capella has always had a problem shooting free throws. So, it's again, Simmons is obviously the high-profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like can't make a free throw right now. Legitimately, game five missed more free throws in a playoff game than anyone That's had in the last 20 yeah. years. Um, <laughs> and, and had missed more and had, a, had missed more free throws than uh, the Suns did in like three straight games combined oh. uh, earlier. But look, it's just, it's just one of those tonight. Philadelphia is clearly the better team. That has been shown over six games. The only reason we're here is because... Healthy, healthy they're the better team. Even with what we've seen in this series, I I really... like Those two collapses in Game 4 and Game 5, again, it is so... This series is the most illogical second-round series I can remember because you sometimes see the, the, the inferior team do what Philadelphia has done. Where they blow leads, and the superior team has had to fight back, and they end up forcing the game seven, and the superior team ends up winning said game seven. You very rarely see the superior team in the course of in the course of two games, not even the whole series, legitimately two games, 
Well, leads that were a combined 43 points of 18 and 25. And we very nearly saw a collapse in game one from the Hawks as well. So right. it's yep. been They were just, 28 in that game. It's been a series of runs right now. So I think that it's just one of these things in which if you're one of those people that likes to bet in-game, and I think that that's so big in the NBA, I think that this is a perfect series for you, for one. And I think that this is going to be a good look because if the Philadelphia 76ers wind up getting up double digits again, the Atlanta Hawks have shown time and time again the ability to be able to cut those leads down. So, and so what I'm hearing is the Bucks are walking into the finals. I, if, it, if Atlanta somehow wins tonight, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, if Philly wins again, it all depends. On, like it all two, depends it, on how much ben, uh, Joel Embiid can give. That's it, really what it, it comes just, down. To. I mean, we're seeing so much inconsistency in both of these teams, and for many reasons. Obviously, there's still not a lot of belief in Atlanta. Although the turnaround the last few years has been tremendous, um, the injuries is really the big concern for Philadelphia. So with these, I mean, as long as the Bucks are out there getting healthy right now, I mean, they got to be in great position regardless of who they play. The uh, I, I'll be very very curious to see what the series price is. Is regardless of who the opponent is, uh, who's the favorite Philly. left? Who's the favorite left right now? Right now, the favorite, the, fa- the betting Sons. favorite should be Phoenix because they have the least amount of games left that they have to win to win the title. <laughs> um, and I just like the way that they're playing in general. Yeah, look, they're really good. They're really good. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and look, uh, they took advantage of the breaks they were given this postseason. As soon as AD went out, what did they do? They destroyed the Lakers. Yep. Uh, they took yeah. full advantage of the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. And guess what? When you're a really darn good team, you're supposed to do that. And the Clippers were coming off a little bit of... Very quick turnaround. A turnaround, yeah. It was the same thing that happened in Game 1 against Utah, where they had enough gas for the half, first half and kind of ran out of gas in the second half. Even though they only lost by six and were able to stay tight. Uh, Josh... Uh, Ustazen in a, in a very interesting position here with a one-shot lead after Rom uh, went in the fairway bunker on 17 and then uh, hit a pretty good shot out to about, uh, about 25, 30 feet for birdie on uh, 17. Yeah, he, out of the sand, it was a good shot. Uh, Ustazen, he's about two inches off the path. I was just thinking about this as you're talking. If you and me are on the course playing for money, arrogantly, I'm still going to hit this without moving the ball. But if I'm playing for the U.S. Open, a major, uh, and everything at stake, I'm probably going to look for some re- relief. And I think that's what they're doing right now. I mean, I'm going to act like I'm going to act like my club's going to hit the ground and hit the concrete no matter what here. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I would imagine he's going to get some relief and try to find a pretty good spot to drop that ball. Trample down again as well. Very important, I think, with this course is when you get the trample down grass. The just a clear advantage you have of, of a shot, Greg. You know what I'm saying? I mean, compared yeah. to the stuff they can't walk on growing up on purpose. So, yeah, here you go. He's taking the driver out. He's going to get a drop. This is huge for Louie. I mean, again, you can miss these fairways, and it's different. I know, uh, you know, just comparing to Las Vegas, if we miss, we're in desert, we're in rock, it's very difficult. On this course, it's slightly different, and, and hence why they grow the grass out, right? I mean, why they make it a challenging course. I mean, again, you got to have your offset, so... Louis is taking his drop right now. It looks like he has a decent lie. We'll see what happens. Again, Rom out of the sand hit a pretty good shot. He's coming back downhill, I would believe, at about 20 feet for, I think, his birdie. So we'll see what happens. But we got some, uh, we got action. And then uh, where's Rory? He's through 14. He's a couple back. Uh, again, the live odds, John Rom is still a slight favorite. It's the minus 110 at most spots for John Rom, the slightest of favorites. And again, I'm... Still a little surprised with that, especially with how well that Ostazen has played the back nine this uh, this week. And again, 
You not can, like Rom is in great position to birdie 17 right now. I know 18, again, 18 is a birdieable hole, well, obviously, but. Let me go back and look at that. 18 is an eagleable hole, apparently, because Colin Markell is putting for eagle. Saying, yeah. So, so if Morikawa so, so makes this, he would actually be tied with Harris English for leader in the clubhouse at three under. And. I think that McElroy very nearly got an ego. I think it was on 14. As yeah, Rory, Rory, Rory one, yeah. was very close. Morikawa's long putt for Eagles just going to miss. Oh. So Morikawa into that collection at two under and tied for fourth. We've seen that putt again, too, and that's the one where they think it's going to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more break to the right, and it kind of hangs out. This is Rom's birdie putt right here. So a little bit left to right. Again, not the end of the world. I mean, it's not highly percentage, but it's not out of the realms of him making it either on 17. Another one that kind of hangs out a little bit and then breaks hard at the you right. Oh, that's it. a so nice putt. Huge putt for him. We've seen this. Guy. Oh, there you go. So John Rom. We've now, seen the same reaction against DJ. Now, now John Rom probably should be favored because yep. he's going to 18 with a chance that it, it, on a hole that's been very gettable to at least birdie. He's now tied for the lead. So John Rom. Do you got live updates? I mean, we get live yeah. updates on this because I want to see where Louis hasn't hit his shot yet. So Louis, he just took a drop. Louis is not not hit yet. So and and Rom makes this. Rom makes this. John Rahm, by the way, is now minus 300 at DraftKings to win this tournament. Outside minus 330 here at the Westgate. Outside of your betting tickets, how do you not root for Rahm after everything he's gone well, through? Well, I'm, I'm rooting for Rahm because of my betting tickets also now, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> and it's one of those things, too. Nobody has hit a big putt all day long, and John Rahm on the 17th, just did. finally, yes. yeah. someone came through, and it was John Rahm. Minus 330 for John Rahm now. As I would imagine, this means that Ustazen's shot on 14 may not be going in a position that he wants. Where is it, Josh? I have no idea. The Where did it go? Oh, there it is. No, All right, not, not terrible. No, not bad. Not bad. And it's not going back on the green. Yeah, yeah. Kind, kind of actually uh, a, little, a little bit more, just just about probably about two pup uh, about seven feet longer than Rory had a few moments ago on that hole for birdie. So Ustazen's not a horrible, horrible spot. Not bad at all. Two putts for par. I, I still think... I mean, the putt was great right here. It's oh. not wrong. This is great. And again, he's in the fairway. He's going to you know, have a chance to get to the green and two, obviously, easily on this 18th par five. With that said, I, I think with the betting lines, I mean, again, I know how good John Rahm is and how good he's been. We're just giving Louie no love. Like, Louie can't go into 17 and 18 and birdie those either? I mean, I think he can. By the way, if you Did you want, say 330? If you, okay, so here we go with the Westgate right now. John Rahm is minus 280. Okay, minus two. Just like that. And Ustazen's plus one seventy. This did toggle pretty quickly because before that shot for Ustazen, it got as high as plus three fifty, or excuse me, plus two fifty on Louis, who's now back to plus one seventy after the pretty good shot there, where he should be able to two putt now. I think that was a tad bit of an overreaction. Oh, uh, then he pipes it too. Uh, I think that's pretty good there, Josh Towers. Yeah, that's gonna play. <laughs> that's gonna play. <laughs> Left side of the fairway for Rahm on eighteen. So now, look, here's the deal. This is a par five, obviously. Does he play a draw? I know he cut, he cut the I, driver, but. I, I think so. But, 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 but Josh, you got to go for it. You got to go oh, for three 100%. now. Now you're Listen, going for three and try to get, 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 get the eagle here. Anytime anything. you're in the fairway, I think, on this hole, you're going to go for it. I mean, obviously, it's covered up front on both sides. But, again, if you're in the sand bunker side, it's not the end of the world. You just don't want to be where, where Brooks was outside of the sand. And, again, even with Brooks, he just, he just decelerated on the shot. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a tough shot for him. He just decelerated. So it was kind of a self-inflicted error. But with that said, if you're in the bunker on 18, you're okay. It's, it's, you're not bad. Yeah, Rory's got a little bit of uh, work here, 193 out of the thick stuff. And top 20 betters rejoice. Justin Johnson plays that, stays at plus two. 
Well, that would be good if we can keep everyone there uh, for that top 20. Again, the top 20 and top 10 markets have been very fascinating to watch today. Same deal with the top fives where minus two might be able to get you a chop when it's all said and done. We get back a little bit more also on uh, we get some player props. Yeah. Sixers and Hawks. We'll do that next here on VEASAN's Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center rolling along. I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. 
Drama Tory Pines. Oh, Where have we heard that before? Never. <laughs> Second time that's had the U.S. Open. The first time, obviously, Tiger Woods needing 91 holes to outlast Rocco Mediate in 2008. It's on unfortunate we're not going to get an 18-hole playoff. Yeah, that, that, well, I do agree with you on that, especially earlier in the day when it looked like we could have like eight guys end up tied. <laughs> obviously, the herd is thin, but uh, right now, Louis Oosthuizen and John Rahm, both at five under. Rahm's on 18 in the middle of the fairway. And remember, 18 is the par five, so a realistic eagle opportunity for Rom uh, if he can hit a good shot. Matt Wolf uh, waiting for Wolf to play for Rom. Uh, Wolf is uh, ma- making a big strong he yeah, is. That, yeah. That's uh, there'll be three from there. But more importantly, here though, um, this is the shot right here. This is this is the ball game here. Rom is on the left side of the fairway on 18, and it, again they're tied. Who stays in a Rom? Both five under par. Two shots clear of Harris English, who currently is the leader in the clubhouse. John Rahm's going to be in the leader in the clubhouse, barring something totally catastrophic for him here. He has 222 yards from the left side of the fairway here on 18. Of course, it's a par 5. The monster drive off the tee. He tried to draw it. Let's see. What we're talking about. Let's see what we got here. And Bunker. Oh, he's in the Bunker. Bunker. So he did try to play that draw from that side of the fairway. That's what I was asking on the left side if he was gonna if he had that in him. And obviously he's probably got every shot. Not the end of the world again. Not a hard. It could be worse because he could have been in the rough over there, which we've already seen rear its ugly head. Right. And Kepka had again. He 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 flubbed his shot into the bunker, and then when he hit this pretty similar bunker shot, he almost made it to be honest with you. And then he just rolled past a couple feet, and he just kind of was deflated at that point. But it's not. He might have caught the sprinkle, to be honest with you. But again, he's sitting in the middle of the fairway. He's not going to have a tough shot. He has a really good chance of getting up and down here. He was trying to draw it. And it, uh, listen, if it if it drew at all, he was going to be sitting beautiful. He had the right number, 222, probably a 5 on, I'd imagine. We'll see. Now Louie's got his tee shot on, what's Louie, on 15? So mm-hmm. even with that, where a birdie has become significantly more difficult to get here for John Rahm, John Rahm is still a minus 162 favorite to win this golf tournament. It's been the one thing that has been, at least appeared to be kind of forgiving, was the sand. It seemed like, you mm-hmm. know, yesterday and, and, and Friday, they look, it seemed like they had really good control of any sand shot they were hitting. Yep. And again, we saw it again today. So I, I don't I don't think up and down is going to be too, too hard for him. And the way he's putting, I mean, he's got to feel pretty good after coming off 17 with that putter in his hand. I, I would say so. Again, a, a, the big-time birdie putt on 17 to knot it up at 5-under. Again, I... I, I Said earlier today to my dad, uh, six under. I thought six under was the number. Rom gets the birdie here, he'll get to that six under, uh, and that will at least be the number that could at least gets you into a playoff uh, in, in all likelihood. Or again, if stays and beats it, stays and beats it. But right now, there's only three guys on the board right now at DraftKings. Josh. How much do I get for Louie right now? Plus 120. I like it. I'll take it. Minus 162 on Rom, plus 120 on Louie. If you're feeling frisky, you can take Rory at 80 to 1. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't think Rory's getting there at this point. Hold on, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I say eighty to one, and Josh Towers like the like Rory. the cartoon, the eyes bug out of the head, and Let me nearly see. hit the computer screen. He's got a part of this when we know that it's one of those things where does Rory come back more than once out of every eighty times? Yes, many more than that, probably not. Can Rory go birdie, birdie, eagle? What just what just what just happened? I don't know. There? They were talking with an official. As he was addressing, I'm assuming the ball moved because they brought the official over. Him and Rory talked about it as well. Russell Henley with a very odd 
blow, gust of wind blowing the ball back a half a centimeter. Uh, you know what I, I love about golf? So many things. But the thing I like the most is the players going to each other for official rulings. You know what I'm saying? Asking each other, what do I do in this situation? Getting the, and then, and then we go like the, the integrity factor of it. You don't yeah. always have to bring in the officials. I like that. Um, I feel like Ricky Fowler is like the unofficial official of, of the PGA Tour. <laughs> Everybody seems to go to Ricky. Greg, uh, we have about a minute here, and then we're going to continue this in the next segment. Props tonight. Sixers and Hawks. I'm going to fire two at you and tell me which one you'd rather have tonight, okay? All right. Seth Curry over 16.5 points at minus 135, or Joel Embiid over at 31.5, also minus 135. I'm giving you ones that are heavily juiced here for a reason. Yeah, I would rather take the under on both of those, oh, honestly, you because you're going to be getting so plus, plus prices. Plus 108 and plus 110, respectively. Yeah, I would take the under on both of them. Okay, so Greg Peterson value hunting, as you would say there. And plus, you know that in these games, so many people are going to be hammering these overs. Always. And we've seen it with the 76ers. It's been a lot of guys that you wouldn't expect, like a Tyrese Maxey, like even a Shake Milton, who have been able to step up for them. Uh, no disagreement. For me on the Embiid one, I think I'd still play the Curry one over. Someone's got to have to make shots other than Embiid tonight. I think he'd be the guy. When we get back, more player props on the Hawks and the Sixers. And also, John Rahm's got some work to do for birdie on 18 next here on VEASAN. in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our Visa experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to start your free trial today and take advantage of everything we offer for betting the baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. If you heard a roar, you probably heard it from the gallery at Torrey Pines, regardless of where you were. John Rahm, well, how far was that? About 23 feet? It was the same thing that he had in 17, just this long left-to-right putt. I, I, don't, I still don't know what he was doing on the bunker shot. He, he was coming out of the bunker. He played it dead right as if he had this thing breaking 20 feet to the left. It stays out. I didn't understand it. And then he goes and drains this. And then why he's in such a great place, his wife and his baby show up and give him some love. I mean, this guy's just, it's special what he's doing right now. Dude, you talked about it. The DJ, the John Rom, the two oh, putts. That, that, that the the last ever. year, those two putts are the most ridiculous things you're ever going to see. He, I mean, obviously, he drained that putt. That was just insane. It probably never happened again. But now, but look what he did on 17 and 18 here. Yeah. Those aren't gimmies. Those aren't anything. No, those are difficult putts. How many does he make? Nine the, out of the, ten. Or ten, ten. He gets ten of those. How many is he making? Five? Four? I, 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 give him, I, give, I think the putt on 17 was slightly easier than what he just had on 18. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, But agreed. still, I just difficult. So, Rom leads by one. Ustazen is on the long par 415th. Pretty good look at it here. Down a shot now all of a sudden as Ustazen comes up short. Yeah, but that's 500 But that's going to be a par worst for Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he'll be one shot back again. Rom birding 17 and 18 to take a one-shot lead here. Uh, and this is now a two-horse race. This is a two-horse race. It's Rom and Louis. And Louis Ustazen... Again, Greg Peterson, 
loves to finish second in these. Has finished Can second in every. Imagine? Has finished second in every single major at least once in his career. Already finished second this year in the PGA Championship just a month ago behind Phil at uh, at Q Island. But here you go again. A superstar in John Rahm, number one in the world, who was well on his way to winning at the Memorial before the COVID positive test two weeks ago, now in the clubhouse leading by a shot at six under. Good news is the purse for second place is still pretty darn good. So <laughs> there is it's not that. about that, huh? Hey, yeah. What about Matt Wolf getting a front, just a, a front row seat to all this? Like this uh, has got to help him grow. Watching this. Well, this is. This, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong uh, here. Was Wolf with DeChambeau last year in the final group or yeah, no? I don't think he was, if memory serves me correctly. I think Wolf, I think Wolf, uh, DeChambeau was in the next to that group last gotcha. year, if memory serves me. Yeah, yeah, last year. But again, Wolf uh, uh, ended up one over. John Rahm, your leader, a 67 in round, in round four, four under on a round, six under for the tournament. Leading Louis and by one. It is a two-horse race now. It's either going to be Rom or Louis. And Oosthuizen, again, uh, has a short of the green on 15, but at worst going to par in all likelihood. And then 16 is the tough one. Get out of 16 with a par. 17 and 18 are absolutely gettable for birdie. So we yes. could get a playoff here. Very much so, Greg Peterson. Absolutely. And the big key is what you just mentioned. Get a par on 16. Don't try to do too much on that hole. And then from there, see how things wind up going on 17 and 18. We'll keep you updated. Oosthuizen has about, uh, what would you call that, Josh? About three and a half feet? Yeah, like four three feet. And a half, yeah. Three and a half feet for Oosthuizen to par 15 to stay one back. Again, John Rahm, your leader at Torrey Pines in the U.S. Open, looking for major number one for the young Spaniard who is already number one in the world and a superstar on tour just trying to get that first major for John Rahm. Uh, let's talk some hockey here for a few moments here, guys. We haven't brought this up. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens, Greg Peterson, were minus, or excuse me, plus 425 to win this series before game one. And I felt actually pretty appropriately priced. Yeah. They've won the next two. They wow. lead the series two games to one. Robert Leonard is going to start tonight in net instead of Mark andre Fleury for VGK. Knights, though, minus 180 on the road. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In game four, trailing two games to one. If if we have a game one in Colorado, they will pull him early. Well, if they have a game one in Colorado, that plus 155 on Montreal is going to be in pretty good shape there, Josh Towers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I yes, understand what they have to do here. Saying, yeah. And listen, he, he has all the ability in the world. I get it. Just Marc-Andre Fleury's been, been so good. And obviously, game three, the fluke goal, that's probably never going to happen again. That tied the game, puts him in a bad spot. With all that said, Montreal's played pretty well. And then and I want to read this to you real quick. I think it was... Um, I think it was Riley. We have to capitalize on a few more chances in regulation, and we aren't even talking about it. Actually, that was Stone. Um, it's about the power plays, and, and Riley was talking about they've just been so bad on it. Um, both sides, to be honest with you. And, and he said you can't really pinpoint one thing. Is, is that the difference offensively? Or I'll look is at Montreal it. just playing fantastic? Well, well, look. Game two, VGK didn't play until it was too late. Slow start, didn't really get going until about three minutes ago in the second period. You can't do that when you're playing an elite goaltender like Carey Price, especially when you're doing a three-and-nothing hole. You're probably not coming out of that. Look, game three was a pretty vintage hockey silliness where VGK destroyed him the whole game. Price was amazing to keep that game tight and won 
blunder by Marc-Andre Fleury where I think I've only seen two plays in the Stanley Cup playoffs like that in the past fifteen in the past fifteen yeah, some odd years. It doesn't happen. You had one with Jonathan Quick against the Blues earlier I think it was twenty I want to say it was twenty fifteen. That was when that one happened where Quick misplayed a puck into a goal for St. Louis to win that game in overtime. And then in Game 5 of the Anaheim Duck-Ottawa Senators series, Mm -hmm. where the Ottawa Senators played what ended up being the Stanley Cup winning goal for Anaheim into an own goal. So just a one in... One in every eight-year occurrence, happen. basically. Right. Let me read this to you again. There's a lot of problems, Riley Smith said, of the power play. I don't think you can just pinpoint it to one. Our breakouts have been bad. We're not doing a good job of handling pressure. We're not releasing the puck very well. And we're not doing a good job of crashing the net and picking up rebounds. I think that sums up the Knights in a nutshell for the whole season when they're not playing well. They, they don't rebound off, off of shots very well. Um, how many times have we seen them score and give up a goal immediately within the next 30 seconds to a minute? I think Riley Smith summed it up well. Now, if this is their approach to game, I mean, if this is a conversation they're having internally in the clubhouse collectively, then we might see a much better offensive performance tonight from the Knights. Again, now the question is going to be in goal. Bob Leonard starting tonight for Vegas. Again, that's the big news. Marc-Andre Fleury not between the pipes. So, Leonard, the only game he started this postseason, it did not go well. That was the drubbing they took at the hands of Colorado 7-1. Got that one out of our system. In game one. By the way, Ustazen makes his par putt. So who stays in one back with three to play for Louie? Everyone else is basically out of it at this point. Everyone else is in the clubhouse. McElroy is four shots back, so he's done anyway. Uh, so John Rahm, your leader, again, six under par, leading by a shot. Louie stays in with three holes to go and holes that are birdieable with 17 and 18 coming we do for have, Louie Oosthuizen. We do have one thing to watch. We'll get that on the flip side there, Josh, yes, for sure. in the golf. Yep, here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And he believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson alongside. Josh Towers here as well. The show is VEASAN's Bet Center. If you had a top 20 on Bryson DeChambeau, you are tearing your it's hair in out. It's shambles. It has been. Is that a snowman? He took a quad. A snowman. A quad. Oh, my goodness. A snowman on 17 for DeChambeau. Keep in mind here, DeChambeau was legitimately in in the mix. One shot off the lead going to the back nine. He's not three over for the tournament, Josh Towers. Let's pull this up, buddy. Uh, he was two under after nine. He pars 10, and then he went bogey, bogey, double, three pars, quad. You never want to get a snowman. I, As someone who gets a lot of snowman on the golf course, for me. I think it needs to be brought up. Bryson DeChambeau is right now the most overrated player on the PGA Tour. Ah, oh, there we go. There's the tank. We got it. We got it. We have to we, wait, t- an wait. hour and 46 Can minutes. I second we, that? Got, we got the, t- got the I, take from Peterson. I got to second that. I agree with him. Hoops, I agree with you. We're caught up in this hype, and he, no, he's good. Don't get me wrong; he's won. He's done. He's done fantastic. Obviously, um, the short game it needs work. <laughs> it's not that. Like I, you know, I know what you're saying because, but, I mean, again, we've seen all aspects of his game be really, really good. I think the emphasis in certain things like this, Ben and I talked about it. I, I think that like he tries to like show off so much that he can't even reel himself back in at times. Mm-hmm. His driver clearly wasn't working uh, early on this side. And he didn't make any adjustments. It's almost like he was just going to try to hit it harder. Now, I can be wrong internally on what he was feeling and thinking, but externally, that's what it looks like to me. At, at, at times, right, maybe tuck it away. Maybe try to do something, like make an adjustment, and he didn't. It was just like, I'm just going to go harder and harder. And I think that this image that he's creating with, with the driver and how he prepares and how he shows off and all the videos we see and all this other thing, I, I think it's, it's working as a negative for him. He's a much better golfer than what we're seeing, uh, and he's proved it in the past. Again, I think he's got to get out of his own head with this. He hits the ball. It's, I don't know if this is people are like this, far enough. There's, a, there's more aspects of this game to where I don't have to show off every single time. I don't have to show off to my playing partners. I don't have to show off to the fan over there yelling something about how far I hit it. Let me see. I don't have to show off to anybody. Just play golf. And I, I think that he forgot to do that today on his backside. 
That last tee shot, by the way, was dead left. Went down the mountain somewhere and lost. <laughs> so, again, this is a two-horse race now. 121st U.S. Open, Torrey Pines. Again, the only other U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. We had a playoff. It's a lot different now. It's not the 18-hole. Some guy with a broken leg. We yeah, that, they, that Tiger Woods guy who was pretty good. Uh, Rocco Mediate did his best, but 91 holes, Tiger got him. The Remember here, this is different now. We don't have the 18 holes on Monday anymore, which is, I, I, I'm going to say it. It's a shame. It is a shame that we don't have the 18 holes on Monday because that would, A, tomorrow would then be, again, tomorrow, there's no NBA games tomorrow. We could have had something in prime time tomorrow if we really wanted to with this. Uh, but regardless, it's a two-hole aggregate for the, uh, for the playoff, and then if they're still tied... They go to uh, they go to sudden death. Hey, we've got Mets versus Braves doubleheader on Monday. We may or may we may or may not have Jacob yes. Degrom, or if it's not Jacob Degrom, we'll have two bullpen games for the Mets. So that Yay. sounds like a lot of fun for everyone. Listen, as great as baseball is this year, because it's fantastic. How terrible is it without Jacob Degrom? Oh, I feel it, it, it's one of those, Josh. It's kind of like we're kind of like watching Jaws right now, where. It feels like the big the big one is coming at some point, and they we're yeah. just waiting to get Eden, and that the equivalent of getting Eden is basically DeGrom's big injury, which yeah. he's been able to escape so far. I don't want it either, obviously. Listen, Mike Trout went down, and it just moves on. Like, I get it, he's the best player in the game. I understand it. But if, if, if Jacob goes down or Shohei Otani goes down, like, it changes the whole landscape of Major League Baseball. It's just different with these two guys and what Jacob DeGrom is doing. Um Again, I hope it is minimal. I hope it is just something like, oh, what did I feel? And then I get nervous because we do that, anything on our arm. I hope that's all it is because we baseball needs this dude right now. The uh, Mets, by the way, four games up on the Phillies still in the NL East, even with all their, all their injury issues that they've had. That division, is. Yeah, that division has not panned out. It's been the, uh, the NL East, as Greg Peterson has yeah. said on multiple appearances uh, so far. Uh, I, I, I look over to, I look over to the... Uh, the the baseball and Alex Rodriguez is holding here, a flying is holding what is a, he doing what is that is that a, what what is he even hold, yeah, so, what is that so now Alex is that, is is that spider tech that's exactly what it is oh there we go but listen we can't hear what he's saying and he has no <laughs> business talking about this because of all the stuff that they use on their bats they would never use this because look at you see him grabbing that and he can't even it's so sticky like you can't Looks put like that Carmel. you can't put that <laughs> on anything because look at you wouldn't the ball wouldn't come off your hand again I don't know why we're putting so much emphasis on the spider tech thing. It's not the reality of what's being used. It clearly has to be mixed with something else. You could not use this alone. It's impossible to use that alone. The ball wouldn't come off. It would get stuck. And the last thing I need, by the way, is, and I'll say it, my former teammate, this dude, talking about this about pitchers. <laughs> the last thing we need is him. Spider tag, by the way, was invented by weightlifters who are looking to like carry those several hundred pound boulders and there's no grip. That's what they use spider tack for, but, by the way. But yet we're using it to hold, uh, to, sorry, to release a baseball to get more spin. No, thank you. By the way, Ronald Acuna just homered one nothing. He's a stud. In the bottom of the year. That, that, that guy's pretty good. He's yeah. a stud uh, for sure. We're moments away from Sixers and Hawks. And by the way, after last night, it looks like they will actually start the game on time, which is... Yeah, why do they do that in the NBA? What, actually started on time? Or Never not started, started on time. time. Who knows? But they started on time last night. I hope they'll start again on time last uh, today. Ustase, oh, and by the way, was that the birdie wow, putt? that was the par putt. That was a par putt. How about that? Big. Okay, big par putt for Ustase in the stay at five. So he's one shot back going to 17 and 18. So playoff definitely still in play. Nuh-uh. But here we go. Louis winning it. You think he's going birdie birdie? Ooh. I might go birdie eagle. You can bet? <laughs> I can't. I, my app doesn't uh, doesn't allow me to. Oh, okay. But if you want to pull up your East Coast stuff, yeah, we're going to get good numbers on them. Well, look, I, I think, what I do think you want to see? 
I, I, honestly, it's really cool, Rom winning this again. Everything that I, I want. I, I want to see a playoff. I don't want to see. I like to see Rom win because I, I have the bet. I don't want to see Louis take second again. That's heartbreaking. It's two. It's plus two hundred on Ustazen right now. If yeah. you want. Not terrible. It's not terrible. Again, he's got two birdie holes in a row coming up. He would join the ranks, by the way, uh, Louis Ustazen, of course, from South Africa. Would join the ranks of Gary Player, Ernie Els, and Retief Goosen to win U.S. Opens as South African natives. So. Pretty good, pretty good company there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if Retief Goosen, very underrated yes, in the early 2000s, 100%, 100%. Really good guy. Yeah, right. Him and Ernie, both of them. Hey, let me throw something out there, baseball. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Yep. Three games off the lead, uh, win-wise. Five games back in third place, Washington Nationals. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And it took three out of four. Kyle Schwarber hit mm. five homers in How two games him today. Up? I think he's had seven Man. homers in his last like seven nine in a week. Games. Seven in a week for, or excuse me, ten and nine games for sure. For seven and eight in, and two last ten yeah. winners of two in a row. Yeah. Three games below five hundred out of nowhere. That division is up for grabs. I don't care. Yeah, you gonna bet Washington when they come back up? Well, on I mean preseason. I like. I know them you had a preseason. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty low. I mean, again, they they've been down this road with a lot of these same players. There's an understanding of what it takes. Um, I think that the, the thing for me in baseball is which team's going to make the move first. Who's going to make the first big trade that impacts them? Because there's a lot of teams that need one or two pieces, like one piece of the starter, bullpen, a bat, something like that. Who's going to be the first one to jump? And then uh, why wait? Why, why wait until July? That's what I don't understand. One other thing, too. Uh, great job by the Cubs to do, too. Just non-tender Schwarber. Schwarber's got 19 homers already this year. Listen, it, what's he hitting? He's terrible. He's been awesome I, recently, Josh. I might be wrong, but like th- two or three years ago, I said he'll be in Japan in four years. Well, like he's he was, terrible. Well, he's an American League player that's still playing in the National League. Like you, you spot start him against right-handed pitching, dude. Say, dude's got a a current uh, a current slugging percentage over 500 against fastballs. I think what Kyle is is probably a good dude. A lot of people seem to like him. He's a 240 hitter right now, so that's really, really good for him. So, yeah, the power's never been an issue. He hit three today, by the way, so there's your 18. Um, career day. Wow, what a day for him. Yeah, three three homers, yeah. 42 RBIs. He was leading off, so he was getting some fastballs. <laughs> Listen, just because I put you in the leadoff spot, I mean, i got to groove you something, right? Did uh, did Ustasen just go out of bounds here, guys? Yep. Well, so good thing you didn't bet that, Josh. That that's dead. That's out. That's out of. That's an OB. Is that yeah. the same spot that Bryson went? Ben, is that the same spot that Bryson it's, went? I don't think. I don't think so. I think, it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, Bryson went a little further, spot. but it's pretty close. Yeah, similar, similar spot. By the way, the Shambo's good. The Shambo needs to birdie eighteen to get into the top, the chop for top twenty at this point, Josh. There's a lot of people right now. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. So, well, six minutes till tip in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Final plays here for this game, guys. Hawks seven. I I think that they're going to be able to keep this game competitive. And once again, we've been seeing it all series long. The question becomes, who steps up for the 76ers? Because you know what you're going to be able to get out of Joel Embiid. He's just been a little bit less effective late in games just because he is dealing with injury. And you know that Ben Simmons is a liability at the free throw line late in games. So we've seen Shake Milton be able to step up. Tyrese Maxey was hero in game six. You wound up seeing Moss actually have some good showings in this series, which I can't say that I was expecting that. Is it going to be a Tobias Harris? I would think that he'll be able to give you a little bit of something for the 76ers, and we know that Bogdanovich, if he does wind up playing in this game, he's going to be hampered, but at the same time, Trey Young has been seemingly the best player out there on the floor at a lot of times in the series. I'm taking seven. I'm yeah. with hoops. I'm gonna, I, I, I took seven with Atlanta. I just want to see how this game's paced first before hopping in on a total. Agreed. Because 215 is low 
for this series. We've seen mostly in the mid-220s on this total. And obviously the Game 7 adjustment it gets bet under, mostly because you expect it to be tighter. You expect a little, a little, a little less possessions. Uh, obviously last night went over uh, thanks to the overtime. If Kevin Durant's foot I think was, it would have pushed if it would have ended it, in regulation. If Durant's foot was a size 14 instead of a size 18 or 19, that game would have ended in regulation as a push. You yeah. are correct. There, what an right? amazing shot. Even though it didn't, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the one thing with last night that, that like, Milwaukee, like, good for the Bucks to finally break through, finally get through and get into the Eastern Conference Finals in this group. But I am going to be sad that I don't get to watch Kevin Durant again until I show He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. This is breaking and my heart. And he's healthy again. This is breaking my heart watching Alex Rodriguez talk about spider tech and putting it on the ball, and it's just a glob <laughs> of spider tech, as if that ever happened. Come on, ESPN. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, all credibility lost today. We're, we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna give you our, our, our final plays on VGK in Montreal next here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.